Attention radio listeners. Ooh, Thomas, get out of town. Wow. Let me have your attention for a moment. Goodness, is that a message? Oh, mommy, please get me out of this game. You aren't paying any attention. Interesting move here, Bill. Shays came into the basketball game. Jim Bayheim has inserted Shays into the game. Big guy inside. Maybe to help eliminate that second or third shot. Well, people in Central New York playing at uh, Roosevelt Bowie. It's the best center Syracuse University has ever had. Your attention, please. This is Centers of Attention. I, I don't know what channel these games are on, and I, I never do. And I love that uh, Syracuse.com has those articles. What channel is the lacrosse game on? Perfect. I love those. And they're always the highest clicked ones, too. Uh, this weekend was... What are you supposed to say? The... The crazy part about that game, first of all, Elijah Hughes gets hit in the head, and I don't play around with head injuries. Um, I don't care if he doesn't play the rest of the week. This has no bearing on his NBA viability. Uh, but the ACC tournament is not where I want to see. Um, I know if you're looking on Twitch, you see Danny. We are working to get it so that you can hear Danny. I'm not ignoring Danny. Danny, wave to everybody. Just let so they know that you hear everybody. Just give a give a little wave. Give a little wave. And uh, so we'll hear from Danny in just a second. Um, but for Elijah Hughes, I don't I don't care. I don't care what he does this week. His health is very important. This is not something that's going to affect him. And if everybody's worried about his draft status and what a big ACC tournament can have, I'll say this very simply. Stay here. Come back next year. You'll be fine. He's a great player, and he's had a great season. And is he one of the all-time Syracuse greats? That's something we can debate. I think he's clearly the best player on this team, and he's the best player in the last three but I don't want to go back into Syracuse history and start comparing him. I don't compare him to Jerry McNamara. I do not compare him to some of the older guards I, I, or older uh, small forwards. I don't do it. So when he got hit on the head, and uh, you know, I don't care if he was on the bench or not, didn't matter to me. Um, was I the only person that thought it was dark in Miami? That was something, too. I thought it was really, really dark. Uh, in Miami, and I couldn't understand that whatsoever. Um, the one thing that you have to recognize with regard to just how far that game meant, it meant the five seed versus the six seed, it means North Carolina or not. And now there's a really good chance you're going to play North Carolina. And if you watch North Carolina against Duke, they were really competitive. Uh, Duke pulled away. Duke's a better team. North Carolina is not a great team. Don't get me wrong. But everybody's worried that North Carolina can beat a, an undermanned Syracuse team. And if that turns out to be the matchup, then it's going to be a short time in Greensboro. I, uh, look, I, I'm not, I'm not going to give you false hope. I don't do the false hype. I don't, I'm not phony. I'm ne I've never been phony. In my career, I have worked for organizations where I had to promote something. And I remember when I worked at MLB and the World Series was coming up. If the World Series was a dud and it was 3-0, um, what's a good example? The White Sox against the Astros in 05. Do you think I cared about Game 4? It, it, if it's over, it's over. 
And for this, I know where the bread is buttered. I know exactly who is, you know, I know what Syracuse basketball means to this community. And I love it. And I have fun. And I, I found out we had a technical glitch yesterday. And we had a, we had a technical glitch on Saturday, rather. And I couldn't do the postgame show. We were supposed to do the Twitch only. Goldberg had to do it because he was in the shop. And I watched every minute of the game. I was, I, I'm, in, I'm enamored. I didn't have to work. I watched the lacrosse game against Johns Hopkins. I love this stuff. I can't eat it up enough. But what I can't do is I can't talk about this team in terms of a, uh, a I'm not going to get overly hyped when this team can't win in overtime against an undermanned Miami team that's not that good in their building where it's dark and quiet and it felt like there was no crowd there. And then you're going to tell me on top of that that I'm supposed to hype up this week in Greensboro? I don't feel it. I don't have that vibe. And it's something that we'll do, we'll talk about, and we'll look at And like I said, I hope they do play well, because I'd love to get three games this week. That's what I want, three games. But in order to do that, they would have to beat probably North Carolina on Wednesday. They would have to beat Louisville on Thursday. Give me a break. And then what, Florida State? Give me a break. They're not doing that. So let's just come down to reality. I believe... Uh, we have Danny, and what I'm going to do is, is, is that on the air, <laughs> Tommy? Yeah, I'm official. Tommy, Tommy, I'm what was the I'm signal? I'm not just a pretty face on, on Twitch. I am. Tommy said to I'm me, <laughs> Tommy said to me, I'll tell you when Danny's on. <laughs> and I heard the breathing, and I go, there it go. sounds either like the Empire is coming, because the, the Darth Vader is about to come into the, 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 the escape pod. Or I didn't know, and I'm sitting there, and I'm talking, and I'm like in my ear, and I go, "Is he here? Is he here? Is he here? Is he here?" Nothing. All well, right, this this is actually the Syracuse version of the Blair Witch Project. The way it's going so far this morning, a horror <laughs> show. Somebody's about to jump out of the woods. Um, well, you know, it's interesting, Seth. I thought the game, and, and you and I were the same. I was, I'm, I'm watching the game uh, at Miami, and I can't ever remember a game going slower than that game. Uh, it just the, the clock wouldn't move. Team, you know, we went on and on and on. Nobody could score. I mean, the two stretches where, you know, they go seven minutes without scoring, we don't open up a lead in the first half. They go one for 13 in the second half, we don't open up a lead in the second half. And uh, it was just so excruciating to watch. It's like, come on, guys, make a shot. Pass the ball a little bit. Set an actual screen. Yeah, it was, uh, it was tough. You know, it was excruciating to watch. I mean, it was obviously a – a um, you know a crushing defeat from the standpoint of number one it gets you to you know all the things we talked about eleven wins five seed better bracket not facing Carolina the opening round um, you know it you know getting you to closer to twenty wins you actually you know had a crack at it in the tournament on the ACC right you could you could do it before the NIT before you, the NIT chance of that. And there were so many things riding on that game. And even without Elijah Hughes, uh, as you mentioned, Miami without their leading scorer, a down team anyway, playing in front of a bunch of cardboard cutouts. Um, you know, it just it just wasn't a game. That, you know, to me, this was, 
you know, probably the low point of the season, you know, letting that game slip away. I mean, you know, Joe hits the big shot to tie it, but he just never felt that anybody had, uh, you know, any, you know, offensive oomph to, to get us over the top. And, and they weren't, it's not like they were playing good either. <laughs> Uh, which no. is the frustrating part of it. Oh, it was um, it was rough. It was it was real rough. And like I said, it felt dark. Did you sense that too? I don't know if the, the lighting in that building is different, but it just felt like it was the middle of the night there. I felt like I was watching a game over in Japan, and it's the middle of the night. And I, I was like, I was like, where are we? And the announcer, and I'm not picking on Jay Alter, but he did two things that I would, if I was the director, told him not to do. And I'm not blaming him because if the director tells him he's got to do it, he's got to do it, right? Stop saying he's in Coral Gables because it doesn't look at all like you're in Coral Gables. <laughs> it was not a breath of sunshine in any of the shot. He's like, he's coming into this dark, empty arena, and he's going, welcome back to Coral Gables. And I'm like, you're not there. Just say you're at the game. Just, just Syracuse, Miami. That's all you need to say. That was the one thing. And the other one was... He got so excited when random b- baskets were made and there's no crowd in the background. Right. And, and I, again, I'm not picking yeah. on him because no. it, it, maybe that's what they told him to do. But, oh, my God, it felt like he was calling a game from an, off a TV in another room. <laughs> that's, that's another well, game. Well, the two, questions, two issues I had, one is clearly he's trying to generate excitement in a game that didn't have much. Uh Normally, and the other biggest mistake he made was letting Matt Doherty talk. I'm sorry, Matt. Matt was just depressing, um, and uh, um, you know. But it's again, it was just one of those games where the the team just couldn't get any type of momentum going. Like I said, you know, twice Miami scored, goes seven minutes without scoring, and we. And the only comment was, "Well, wow, Syracuse couldn't open up a lead. Couldn't open up a lead." Uh, you know, you hold the team seven minutes without scoring. You think you might at least be up six or eight? Yeah, uh, I, at, I, at the end I, of that. And those no, the, and I said, and I said, even before I knew we had the little glitch just now, I said I can't do more that much on this game. Like I want to move on. I want to go to Greensboro already. Like I, I'm not thinking about this. And the other thing that I saw all over social media, and I don't want to be rude in any way. Uh, Elijah Hughes, Hughes was named first team All Conference. But apparently on the ACC network, and I wasn't watching this because I was watching the lacrosse game, and then I went for a walk. <laughs> and I didn't see it, but the announcer, the, some guys were in studio, and they were talking about the first team all-conference, and they didn't mention Elijah Hughes. You would have thought it was a federal crime. It was Mike Waters, Donna DeTota, Brennax. It was everybody. Uh, Goldberg was tweeting it. Every it was it was all over, and I don't want to be rude to Elijah to the program. I could care less. Those awards are nice for them. That gives me no sense of pride. As a fan, again, I'm not, and, and this is why when I fill in for for Polly later, and I'm with Roosevelt, I'm gonna. I, it's very strange. I'm doing the first half with Aton and the second half with Roosevelt. And when I'm with Roosevelt, and I'll sit here, and he will say, well, Elijah's one of us, and we want him recognized. And that's Roosevelt Bowie's stance. As a fan, just as a fan, I could care less. 
Well, I'm on the rosy side on this. I want you know. I know you are. When you, when you look at Florida State winning the winning the uh, the conference for the first time ever and not getting a single guy on the first team uh, All ACC, you know that that kind of says something. And having Elijah step up as the leading scorer of the league and first team all you know All ACC, I, I think it's kind of a big deal. Uh, but uh, just to complete the game, if there's if there's one thing that had me grinding my teeth more than anything. <laughs> okay. Grind Unless your I have ears. any teeth left from grinding them the entire game. Uh, it's like, really? Barama got his fourth foul with 12 minutes to go. They have no inside presence. Who are you fouling? Uh, yeah. and, and now, you know, that was like, that was like a turning point. Then he comes in, boom, fouls out. And you're like, really? For the 10th time in the last 12 games, whatever the number is. And, uh, you know, t- to me, that, you know, it was, a, it was a big step back game. Uh, you know, it's, uh, uh, you know, ball movement. We can just go on and on. And on. You know, ball movement wasn't there. Couldn't make a shot. Didn't set yeah. any screens. <laughs> wasn't defending anyone. Um, uh, and yeah, and I hate to take credit away from a team that's making plays and and winning. But I, you know, from the Miami side. Uh, but I just felt that that was beyond winnable, and it was, um, uh, you know, just a flat game. Right? Look, this team has been the hallmark has been they fought and fought and fought and fought all year, and uh, so I, you know, there's there was. You know, never been a situation where I felt the team, you know, was you know uh, gave up or quit or anything like that, uh, and didn't think that the other night. I mean, they were you know fighting all the way till the end. Just didn't have any continuity. Didn't play you know didn't play well. Ball movement, all the things that it, that you have to do when you're struggling. Uh, the team just kept struggling. You know, kept taking bad shots, kept yeah, not getting on, on the boards, not getting to the line. And uh, and it was it was I I I viewed that as a really devastating loss because that you know fifth spot the sixth spot's a big deal uh, the way that the, the the league would have finished and so now they just have to regroup right they got to get it back together uh, you know hopefully Elijah's thing is is a bump on the head not a uh, you know a concussion protocol thing um, and you know hopefully we can get the Sidibe who doesn't you know fell out in eighteen minutes and uh, you know. I don't know what we're going to do to make some shots. We all of a sudden went to a you know, 22% three-point shooting team. Um, well, not all of a sudden, you know, over the last, whatever, 10 games. And to, uh, you know, to do anything at all, you know, Carolina is unfortunately the team that their strengths are our weaknesses. And, uh, you know, we'll have to see if we can, you know, play a whole different game than we did at home the other night. The Orange, uh, our buddy uh, Matt Gutierrez uh, writes and says they enter what is likely the final week of their season, not counting the NIT, uh, at 64 in the NET, the net, and 55 in the Ken Palm rankings. Uh, They currently have a 2% chance, according to the odds, they have a 2% chance of running the table and winning the ACC title, so it's a 2% chance of making the NCAA tournament. Well, good. That's, that's worth throwing fifty bucks on it. No way. <laughs> no way. Right? No What's fifty way. bucks if you you have to turn that twenty five hundred? I'll make you a deal. Win, so. I have an account. I'm legalized in 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 Jersey. Send me fifty dollars. <laughs> Venmo it to me. I will bet it. I'll do it for you, and right. you can get the winnings. That's um, a buddy. And then Jim writes us, and this is a good line. He says, was technical glitch code phrase or not wanting any part of a post-game show after Miami loss on Saturday? (laughs) Ah, you're so smart. You're so smart. No, we actually had, because we didn't know the game time, we had Roosevelt and myself ready to go. And there was a glitch, and it was something where they needed our remote connections in order to 
do the radio stuff. And so we couldn't be on the Twitch post game show and we were ready. And when we didn't, it was about five minutes to go in the first half. And I thought about shutting it off. And I said, nah, I'm interested. I want to see this. And I really wanted them to win because I wanted the afternoon um, games this week. But eh, whatever. And again, you're going to play North Carolina Wednesday. You beat North Carolina. I'm interested. But, you know, again, we'll, we'll see what happens uh, with that one. All right. Quick timeout. Um, chaos going on in the news right now. And it's not just sports. It's news as well. It's all over the place. The stock market is bonkers right now uh we'll dissect all of it plus i have a great nicks laugh for danny shea i can make danny shea's laugh on a dime with a great nicks headline it's gonna all right i'm ready for it it'll be priceless and i wanted to text it to you last night and i said nope but if you follow me on twitter you saw i tweeted it last night uh we'll be back this is espn syracuse and q sports talk on twitch on twitch q sports talk and on the radio espn 97.7 and 100.1 this is Centers of Attention. All right, back here on ESPN Syracuse and Q Sports Talk on Twitch. Do you want me to make you laugh? I'm, I'm waiting. I'm holding my breath. Watch. I wrote a tweet, and I wasn't trying to be rude, but I want to make fun of the New Were York. You just going to help yourself? I want. I just. I wanted some response. I just something that didn't make sense. The New York Post. So last night, the New York Knicks beat the Detroit Pistons um, at home, even though they wore dark jerseys and the Pistons wore white jerseys. Which drives me crazy. It drives me crazy. I watched 10 seconds of the game. I got to look at the court to figure out who the home team is when the game comes on. Thank you. And that's one dumb thing the NBA does, and I don't understand it. Um, But the headline from the New York Post on Twitter says... Knicks end tumultuous week with needed win over Pistons. So I'll just read the tweet that I wrote. Well, just before you go on, they need a win because why? (laughs) Thank you. I said said, it was needed. Why was it needed? I said, did the week get better with a random victory over Detroit? Is that franchise less embarrassing with this victory? I said, please, Nick people, I'd love to hear the context as to why this was a needed win. <laughs> okay, they need to lose every game the rest of the year and improve their draft status. That's what, what they in need. in the world is that needed win? Yeah, well, they they introduced a guy. They had Spike Lee getting kicked out. Their, their embarrassment to the whole thing. They're yelling, sell the team. But they beat the Pistons they on beat Sunday the Pistons. night. So all is good. And, yeah, and they had they their brought- lowest crowd, which was a, an argument that you brought up. Yep. Because remember, they always sell out. They always sell out. And if you're telling me that there are 4,000 empty seats at a Nick game, that's the closest in 20 years they are getting to being frustrated. You know, these fans are, yeah. are yeah, over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're saying is they didn't write the ship by beating Detroit? Correct. Okay. Correct. And it was it it was bomb. But I when I saw needed victory, I who needs it? <laughs> what 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 is the need that's there? I couldn't I, I didn't I didn't follow. And like I said, I don't care about um, personal honors for kids. I I'm happy for them. Great. I like team honors. I like team winning. 
I want teams to do well. It does. It. I don't know. It's just me as a fan. Maybe I'm boring. Maybe you know. I, I, maybe I'm a buzzkill. I just. I don't see it. I, I don't care. I didn't care about any of it. Um, all right. The sports world has been turned upside down from this coronavirus, and just when we thought that maybe normalcy was starting to set in. Did you see what happened with the Paribas Open in uh, Coachella, California? I did not. Okay. So this Paribas Open is considered in the tennis circles to be the fifth major. I have friends going from uh, going down for the tournament. You do? Well, tell them it's canceled. Right. I was just saying that. <laughs> I was just saying... Tell them turn around. <laughs> you want to you want to call them right now? Call them on the air. Let's uh, let's get them yeah. get them off. Uh, it, it's canceled, and it's uh, that's a major event. Now it's not the U.S. Open or Wimbledon. It's not that. No, but it's a but major tournament. It's 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 a major. Like this is there's sponsorship money that goes into that tournament. It's made, and the players are all there. And I'm going to liken it to spring training from the standpoint that people plan their year around it. Yeah, there you to go. To travel from across the country to go to Palm Springs for this tournament. Or Palm Springs, Palm Desert. I forget where. Whatever. Yeah, I, I, there. I know yep. And, you know, to get away from the winter to, you yep. know, and, you know what I mean? They, it's like that, where they like they plan their year to get looking forward. And the people I know going are that way. They're like, oh, I've been looking forward to this all year. So so, so here's the sports angle that I took, took away from that piece of news. That shows that they can do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, I, and everyone they're willing says, to do it is, well, the, is right. really your point. They're willing to, to, right. to cut their throat to... To, uh, you know, avoid for, for the for the greater good or whatever, whatever the whatever you, you want know, to call it. Take right. the death penalty versus hold the tournament. Yeah. Okay. So then, the NCAA comes in. Now they have said, and I don't want to get political. So, I I know that President Trump played golf with four members of the Nationals, and he was at an event where there's a guy that has coronavirus. So there's a chance he should be quarantined. But he was playing with the Nationals, and if the Nationals suddenly get this, wow. And there's a, some guy in the Orioles that left for undisclosed medical reasons, and everyone's suspect, speculating, and no one's confirming or denying. It's crazy. You know, it, it, it's just crazy. But the NCAA tournament, to me, is the key to the whole thing. Because it'll tell the NBA and the NHL what to do, and baseball won't react until any of those leagues do. And the reason I say that is because unlike the NBA, the NHL, and baseball, there are no home teams in the NCAA tournament. Right. Everything's neutral site. And if you're trying to curtail travel, the NCAA tournament's the opposite event for that. Because everyone's traveling. If you see, you see what I mean? Like, Absolutely. It's different, no, no, it's different than the no NBA. Question, right. Yeah. Because for the most part, you have to get on a plane or you know, something similar to get there. Yeah. And I asked, and I asked, um, I was asked on CBS Sports Radio what I thought about that. And I said I would not not play the games. I would maybe not do fans. And I would tell fans, but I would try to tell them soon. 
because like what you were saying, people travel. And Selection Sunday, the difference is you can't book your flights until you know where you're going, you know? Right. So no fan, no, you know, even, you know, Kentucky and Kansas. Even and, number one you know, doesn't know where they're playing. They don't know where they're playing. Right. Right. So you have to announce it before Sunday, or you can announce it at Sunday, and but announce something. And if you're going to keep the, the, the plan as normal, then nothing changes your plan. You agree with that? Like, yeah. If you if if Sunday night, let's just say for the sake of the argument that Sunday's the day, if you ask for Sunday that fans are going, then buy your tickets to the Final Four. Right. Like if you if you know if you're a Kansas fan and you think they're going, or Gonzaga or whomever you think you're going, do it. And that's where I think that um, I think there's going to be an announcement, and I think what'll happen. And again, tell me if you disagree. I think by Sunday, the NCAA says something, and then I want to see how the NBA reacts. Now, think of the the sponsor opportunity to print your logo or your school logo on the mask that all your fans are going to be wearing at the game. Yeah, but I see they're telling people not to wear the masks. I know. It was a joke. That was dark humor. I know. I know. I know, but... I, I don't. My head's not in the mask. My what I was saying is, you know, they give out gear, instead of programs, give out Purell, Purell. Right. If you could just, find some, to, yeah. And then all of a sudden they come out. You know how they shoot the T-shirts? Just put a big gob of Purell and. <laughs> see, I thought that was. Uh, and, I thought and, that was. Yeah, there. and do a Ghostbuster slime the whole crowd. I tried to. I tried to lighten the mood <laughs> just a, just a little. Uh, I don't know. I just and the NCAA tournament. And so anyway, I was on CBS Sports Radio over the weekend, and somebody asked me that exact question, and I said I would ask you. But I then said to the host, and he didn't know that I'm a Syracuse guy, and I said, "Well, my school's not going to be in it, so it doesn't really make a difference. <laughs> it's not. not it's not going to make a difference." All right, we'll take. A, we'll continue with much, much more on this and everything else that's going on in the sports world. We'll Sticking to sports mostly uh, right here on ESPN Syracuse and Q Sports Talk on Twitch. On Twitch, Q Sports Talk, and on the radio, ESPN 97.7 and 100.1. This is Centers of Attention. All right, this portion of the show is brought to you by Joe Bowers Farmers Insurance in North Syracuse. Did you know that farmers were the reason why we have daylight savings time? I think I did know that. As, uh, I did not know. I heard that this morning. I did not know that. But we, we've invented the light bulb. Why do we uh, still have it? Yeah, I, I still don't necessarily understand the difference between, well, okay, if it's light X hours a day. What's the difference? If, uh, you know, I see. I thought I, I thought it was school kids in the morning having the light, so they wouldn't. Get, it would be less dangerous getting to the bus. <laughs> I mean, it was pitch black when I took my kid to the bus this morning. Well, now because the time shifted, but yesterday it I, wasn't. <laughs> I don't understand. <clears throat> Just pick one. Just pick one and stick with it. And what I would say to uh, th- th- this is how I'll elect our leader. Forget the economy. Forget the Republican versus Democrat. Let's just let elect the leader. I want one guy to come out and say, for one year, we're going to try it. Let's try daylight savings for the whole time and see what happens. If a bunch of kids are not making the school because they can't get to the bus because it's too dark, get more streetlights. I, I, I mean, I, I don't know. 
I don't I don't see I don't see the issue. You know, I, I, I don't see one other thing that happened over the weekend that I wanted to tell Danny about because I like making Danny laugh is <laughs> I got asked to buy doggy treats. Okay. Now, many of our audience has dogs and they've done this many times and it's not a thing. I am 46 years old as of last week and I've never done that before. <laughs> I didn't know what to get. I could I could have walked up and down the aisles. I had no idea what I was looking at. So luckily, I had screen grabs of all the things that I was supposed to get. And I got this thing. I don't know what they were called, but I got them. And they're ringing me up. And some woman comes over to me and goes, Hey, I saw those. Are they any good? <laughs> And from experience, you said, I I don't know. I've never had one. Never had one. (laughs) I was like, what what kind of a dumb thing is that to say? I didn't understand. I don't don't get how that's working. Anyway, uh, we've already had a Major League Baseball. You could have said, here, try one. Here, try one. Could you imagine? Um, The... um, there's already been a cancellation of a game in baseball, and it's not for coronavirus. Thursday, September 10th, the Kansas City Royals were supposed to play the Oakland A's, and they canceled the game, and they're going to play a doubleheader on September 8th so that the NFL can open up for the Chiefs that Thursday night, September 10th. Ah. Think about how long... How far in advance they have to decide that? The NFL won't announce their schedule for at least a month, but the complication is such they share parking lots. And you can't have a Chiefs and Royals game at the same time. Well, it was funny because when you said that, I go, is it football season already? Then I went, oh, September. No, it's only September, March. Yeah, It's March, and they're doing that now. I said, wow, that seems a bit much. They're planning ahead. And the Los Angeles Rams leaked their new logo. Oh. And people hate it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yahoo Sports um, said that it's legitimate. Thank you for uh, let's. uh, let's Oh, yeah. Look it up. uh, Look. Yeah. I'm not going to print it out and put it on the screen. But uh, yeah, look it up. It's it's ugly as all get out. And people hate it. And it is getting so maligned that I wonder if the Rams are going to use it. I don't know. I mean, I kind of think it's too late now, (laughs) you know, but it leaked. It leaked on Reddit, which I'm not a big Reddit person, but it leaked. And they're not changing the uniforms. Supposedly, the uniform, the, the helmet's going to change the same. Because I look at NFL logos, and I think it's the uniform. The helmets are the logos anyway. Right. You, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't really care what your logo is. I care what your helmet looks like. And, you know, they're, they're classic helmets. You know, the Dallas Cowboys helmet is classic. Um, the Buffalo Bills helmet is classic. Uh, I currently like the New York Jets helmet. I don't like yeah. the white ones. The, right. uh, the white the white ones never made any sense to me. The green ones I like. Um, and yes, looking at this logo, I, I'm not a fan. 
It's ugly, right? It's like I don't know how to describe it. It's L.A. with like a like a lightning. Well, it's bolt half of the L.A. L.A. is cut up. Supposed to be like the Ram, but it's it's cut up the horn. <laughs> but here's the, here's another pet peeve of mine. I'm sorry, but I do have to bring this up because okay. it always cracks me up. They uh, and you see in the championship game where they hand out the hats, right? Or in this case, they have a picture of the hat with a logo on it, but they never take the sticker off. Right, because it's got to be authentic. Well, but it's, on, it's got all the logos sewn into it, and but it looks stupid with a sticker on the bill. I don't know. Take the sticker off. <laughs> Jesus. Or they got the I, tag hanging off the side like it's hee-haw. You know, it's we've like... We've got the financial markets cra- crashing. Uh, we've got the world coming to an end. Syracuse is playing in the middle of the night, and this guy is upset about a sticker. And you got a hee-haw reference. There you go. He's, <laughs> I noticed that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, at least the Knicks won on Sunday. Phew. There you go. Much-needed win. <laughs> uh, coming, so up, coming up, who is to blame if a superstar player fractures a rib and it's not diagnosed for six months? Who is to blame? We'll find out. ESPN Syracuse and Q Sports Talk on Twitch. On Twitch, Q Sports Talk. And on the radio, ESPN 97.7 and 100.1. This is Centers of Attention. Okay, we'll talk later. <laughs> All right, back here on ESPN Syracuse. Seth Everett, Danny Shays with you. Got off to a rough start, but we, we recovered nicely. <laughs> Speaking of somebody who's gotten off to a rough start and is not recovering nicely, that's your You're certainly your not talking about Bill Rapp broker. Superstore's rapid purchase. <laughs> no, not at all. I love Bill. I'm a Bill Rapp fan from the old days. Uh, enjoy the entire car buying process from your laptop, tablet, or mobile device at BillRap.com. We should get Bill on. You, you and Bill should have an old reminiscing story. That would be fun. I would totally be up for that. All right. Uh, Aaron Judge uh, in spring training was hitting only inside. They wouldn't let him go out on the, the big boy fields. Uh, he was hitting inside only in secret. Nobody could see him. And... All of a sudden, out of literally nowhere, uh, Aaron Judge has a fractured, his first right rib is fractured. Is that the top and one or the bottom one? Which is the first? I don't know. Oh, okay. I, I don't know. I never thought to ask. It's the top, Tommy? Okay. Okay. Uh, it's the top. It's the top. Okay. It's the top. I'll go. I'll, I'll go with that. He hurt that, they're saying, in September when he dove for a ball. Which, by the way, Aaron Boone has said publicly he doesn't want Aaron Judge diving because no ball is worth it, which just will make, like, Lou Pinella and Mickey Mantle just, just cringe. Right. You know? Like, <laughs> what? Um, but anyway, the uh, Aaron Judge has had this injury for... One, two, three, four, five, six months. And no one ever said a thing. Now, here's my question. Let's not look at him as an athlete. Let's look at him as an investment. You're paying this dude $20 million a year. Tommy would probably know exactly the number that he's getting. He's getting paid a ridiculous amount of money. 
Oh, he's only making seven hundred thousand this year, but eight and a half million. Eight and a half million. Okay, fine. He's an eight million dollar investment just for the sake of the argument. You're telling me that he hurts himself in September. You send him to get whatever exams. Do you let him go home before you've diagnosed this? Well, and how long do ribs take to heal? What's he been doing for six months? What has he been doing? He has to, is he lifting, working out? I mean, how does he not know that this, I mean, ribs hurt when you break them. And the report is, is that what the, the reason why surgery is on the table, which could wipe him out for at least half a season, is they remove the rib. Oh. Because it's technically not very necessary. It's, it's, you know, it's extra protection because ribs are designed to protect your lungs. His lungs are fine. I, they can't okay. see into them because, you know, if they did, they'd see the fractured rib. But what the what in the world is that? Well, now do we have to make share jokes? Is he trying to trim his waistline by having ribs removed? That's an old reference, dude. <laughs> well, I couldn't think of anyone share. else who had the ribs removed to, share. you know. Uh, <laughs> you went share? Okay. Wow. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. Well, name me, okay, name me some 20-something actress who had her ribs removed, and I'll update my reference. Wow. And I, I don't even know Cher. if that's... Is that and that's a, like Sonny and Cher time. That's not even turn-back time, Cher. No, 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 no. That's recent. That was supposedly as part of her keeping young Cher after 50. No, not Sonny and Cher. Anyway, moving oh. on. Okay, so... Uh, <laughs> But yeah, how do you go six months with a broken rib without noticing, number one, and how, then you start playing and you notice? Like, how does this whole thing transpire? That's weird. <laughs> that, that is just weird. I, I couldn't believe that. That's that's really interesting. I, I, I couldn't even imagine that that's true in any way, shape, or form. But... <sighs> That's really weird and really wrong. All right. Centers of Attention is coming up next. The other half, Atan Thomas for 30. Roosevelt Bowie coming in the home stretch. I just want to do a show with every former Syracuse athlete we have here at Galaxy Media. So really the other half is the other two quarters. You now have a third quarter and a fourth That's quarter, right. don't you? You were the first half. Well, I was the first half. Quarter. Now That's you have true. a third quarter and a fourth quarter. That's true. All right. I got you, babe. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is ESPN Syracuse and Q Sports Talk on Twitch.